0: Hello, everyone. We are back, and I am very, very excited because I have a very special guest and very best friend of mine, Izzy Mather. Welcome to the Move With Us podcast. So, very lucky to have her. She's a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. First party, guys. (laughs) So we're going to get straight into things, guys. We actually have a really special announcement to make at the end of the podcast, but we're not going to give it to you just yet. So stay tuned for something very exciting. Keep on listening. (laughs) Keep on listening. So we're just going to start with how we both met I feel like this is a really common
1: question that we get so do you want to tell your side of the story and I will tell mine (laughs) okay so Rachel used to date my boyfriend's brother and we met through him obviously in 2018 um that's so long ago now I know it's crazy but being friends for four years well we we didn't really get close until maybe like end of 2019 so
0: when I first met Izzy, she was like so incredibly shy. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so – obviously there's a bit of an age um, gap between us. Izzy's 22 and I'm 28. And I remember thinking, oh, like she's so shy and timid. and
1: But I was also like a massive fangirl. <laughs> So I was like so intimidated meeting Rach.
0: So we sort of like met in 2018 and obviously we saw each other at events and stuff when our partners uh, at the time um, had things on, but it wasn't really until end of 2019 end I would of say? 2019 where we actually started to really form a friendship and like hang out one on one. We pretty much confessed our obsessions with each other and then the rest was, was history. <laughs> The obsession still continues. (laughs) Literally. Um, So, yeah, that's how we met. But tell us a little bit more about you.
1: So my name's Isabel. I'm from the Gold Coast. I'm 22 years old. I've always lived on the Gold Coast. Um, I do modelling as my job and Instagram, influencer, public figure, whatever you like to call it. And, yeah. Yeah. Love the beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very simple
0: living. I mean, I, we think it's simple living. To some it's not. But we really like the very, um, the small things in life like beach swims and, you know, training and eating well. And I guess this gets me into sort of. Obviously, you guys know Izzy and I train together quite often and that she has started move with us, I think for over a year or more now. Probably
1: more now. Yeah,
0: crazy. So it was quite interesting because I went when I met Izzy, she was doing some training. It wasn't like really consistent. It was sort of like on and off. Mm. And um, that's when we started training together. And I absolutely love training with people who have a passion to want to learn mm. um, because it's really enjoyable training and seeing that person progress. And especially when they're a friend, I mean... It is what I do for a living, but I genuinely really love it and I guess that's what I love about um, our events and stuff. I get to really connect with people in person. I really do miss that side of personal training. Um, You know, obviously a lot of what we do is online and you sort of miss out on that. But Izzy, my question for you is... How did you start? Like, have you always been passionate about health and fitness? What were you doing? And what are you doing now? And I guess what are the biggest changes you've sort of seen physically and mentally?
1: Yeah. So I started exercising in 2018. Uh, I had just gotten out of a relationship and I feel like that's kind of what sparked the...
0: That's so common. It's yeah. always like the breakup. It just yeah. really pushes you to be, be your best <laughs>
1: self. It's like, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Next. you going to be wishing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm going to show you what
1: you're missing out on. <laughs> um, no, but I've danced my whole life and I stopped dancing in grade 11. So that's what I guess you would call my exercise. And I'd never like trained or gone to the gym or did anything like that. So when I got out of that relationship, I kind of picked up a new hobby. And one of my other best friend's boyfriend at the time was a personal trainer. So it was really convenient for me to start training. And yeah, I really, really loved it. It became such, such a like huge hobby of mine. Mm. And all my friends went to this gym and like, it was just so fun. It completely changed my lifestyle and my mindset and the way I looked at health and fitness and yeah, it has really turned my life around. And since 2018, I th- I feel like I, from 2018 to 2020, I didn't take it as seriously as I do now or... Like I, I kind of just went to these personal training sessions, did what I was told. Went through the motions. Yeah, yeah, and then left and that was that. I didn't think about it afterwards. It was just kind of like I did it for like the end goal. Or I did it for how I might look. Whereas now it's like I've learned so much more, especially from you. Like my knowledge is higher than my strength in the gym. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like I've learned so much about your body and exercises and blah, blah, blah. So she asks so many
0: questions now. And even that's <laughs> a big difference from training with you at the beginning to now, you did just used to come turn up and it was like, okay, this is a the workout. These are the movements. Yeah. Go, you go through it. And the more experienced you get, the more you understand that the more you know, the better your results will be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you become more interested. And now I I often notice these like, are, well, why am I doing this? Or should I be feeling this there? Or there's just a lot more interest in, mm. you know, training itself.
1: Yeah. So definitely 2020 to now, I like I'm obsessed with mm. like health and fitness and going to the gym. It's like I get annoyed when I am sick and I can't go to the gym or I have work on and I can't go to the gym in the morning. Like it's just become something like I really enjoy to do. Now, obviously,
0: you look absolutely fantastic. And <laughs> I mean, that. that's <laughs> such a uh, a positive of weight training, I guess. But I, my question for you is mentally, how do you sort of feel about training? Is it for, you know, the physical aspect or do you find that you really get a lot um, more mentally now and the way you feel and, and the progress you're making, you know, performance-wise? And, you know, you were telling me some of your goal, uh, your goals earlier this year and I noticed pretty much none of them were appearance-based I think you want to hip thrust 100 kilos. Um, do a push-up do, do a full push-up. And I was reading those and I was like, it's so awesome to see someone who is, you know, a big influence on social media focus on what training can do outside of just the way we look.
1: Yeah, obviously there's amazing physical benefits, but challenging yourself and being able to go, like push yourself harder and challenge yourself and want to have these goals of heavier weight or, you know, it's yeah, performance based. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's more long term as well. Yeah, there's two sides to it. Yeah. Which like obviously I, I love the physical and blah, 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 but it's not the only benefit, yeah.
0: And what would you say the main difference between training, you know, earlier on and now that you have noticed in your body? And I, I guess a lot of girls who look up to you and are in the modelling industry, I know they really fear the weight room mm-hmm. um, due to, you know, the fear of getting yeah bulky or too muscular I guess was that a fear of yours and how did you sort of overcome that
1: um yeah it was a little bit of a fear of mine I feel like it's fear of every girl that before they start weight training (laughs) so it wasn't until I started consistently training that I saw the results that I didn't know that I could get Mm. where I was like oh my god and like adding diet to that as well you kind of learn how they go hand in hand to show results and you kind of get addicted to it as soon as you see some results it's like oh my god like this is so good and I don't know how to explain it you just don't get bulky and yeah. unless you're in a huge surplus and you're doing that on purpose like I always say like it's
0: kind of offensive how easily people think you can actually gain muscle if it was that easy like a lot more people would would, uh, be doing it but like Rach said to me
1: the other week she's like I swear my bum should be bigger than this
0: (laughs) I always say that I'm like for the amount I train but honestly like Genetics are always going to play a role, guys, but you know, train uh, training frequency, diet, consistency, time are all things that, you know, it requires a lot of those things to get really muscular. So I think people um really the, the biggest thing is they I always say we fear what we don't understand. And people fear it because they genuinely don't understand that. By training, by weightlifting, you're not going to to get bulky. You're going to see really, really great results. And it's actually the main form of training that can actually help you uh, shape your body. Mm. So Izzy, tell us a little bit about your current training and nutrition routine
1: and what that looks like. So at the moment, I'm aiming to train four to five days a week. I like to have the weekend off if I'm not training with you um, because we have fun sessions on the weekend. Um, I don't really stick to a strict diet, which I get asked about all the time. I'm an 80-20 girl and on the weekends I like to indulge a little bit more and just let my hair down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Through the week I do eat like consciously and to assist in my body repairing and what training I'm doing and like protein and et cetera. That was another big thing when I met Izzy is like
0: her lack of protein Mm -hmm. um, and like the importance of protein for obviously to build muscle, but like, you know, most importantly to build muscle, we need to recover and protein is going to help us do that. So if we're in the gym training, we need to make sure that we're assisting that with enough protein. So that was something we, I worked on her quite a bit for that (laughs) one, but I feel like you're actually really good with that now and cautious of it, as she was saying.
1: Yeah. And going back from 2020 to 2022, that's where I've, I've grown so much with the shape of my body and I even go to work sometimes and my friends or the people that I've worked with um, on the team will be like oh my god like you've you're so shapely you've done you you look so much more like this blah 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 and it does go back to the 2018 to 2020 I wasn't eating to assist my body I was just I had no knowledge of it, like yeah. you say.
0: And the two the two do align. We can't, um, you know, you need to have the training and the nutrition. And that's when we're gonna see our best results. So moving on, talking about modeling. Obviously, you've been in the industry for a long time. How did you sort of get into it? What age were you and I guess what sort of like skyrocketed your career?
1: I started posting on Instagram as early as like grade nine or ten and just like photos of me and I was like, not like, not like that, but like, I don't know, just like selfies and stuff. And I, I, cause I live on the Gold Coast, it was always like beachy photos. And um, I had a few brands just message me off Instagram and say, do you want to shoot our swim campaign? And my first job was when I was 15, it wasn't paid or anything. She was just like, do you want to come shoot some photos for my um bikini brand. So I was like, okay, cool. I was like, mom, oh my god, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I never I never like wanted to be a model. I never knew that it was an option for me. It kind of just happened and everyone always asked me like, what did I do to do that? But it kind of just fell into my lap, which I'm so grateful for. Like, I didn't even know I wanted to do it and now like it's my biggest passion in my life. Um so yeah, I started doing just like little Instagram swim jobs and then from there it just kept getting more and more like DMs and my mom was like, okay, we have to look at agencies because you obviously can't keep doing this work so young and not being paid for it or not being looked after by an agent. So we went and visited uh, I think three agents, two in Brisbane and one here. One told me that I was too short and then the other one in Brisbane was like, yeah, maybe. And then the one on the Gold Coast mom really, really liked because she was close to us and she was like a mum. And I'm still signing with her to this day. Um, shout out, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, she's like a second mom. And yeah, so ever since I signed with them, um, we I my I think I had like two years where I was like in and out of doing work, but like I was still young. So when you're young and you're modeling, it takes a bit for your your face to mature and brands if they don't want a young look that you're not going to get booked and I have a really young face for my like people still think that I'm 16 to this day and I'm 22 (laughs) so yeah um after those two years I started picking up more consistent work and posting on social media working with brands that had big followings and I feel like just it was just an accumulation of um exposure from all different brands and yeah. And I think, I
0: think a lot of people don't see or understand that it was years of this, oh, yeah. you know, people see you now and they're like, oh, what, what are the three magic steps to yeah. becoming, you know, a model? And it's like, it's like anything like health and fitness, like it's small increments over time mm-hmm. that add up. And it's the consistency um, that you've put in over the years that has now put you in the position you are in today. And so I guess that takes me like what does a typical week of work as a model look like for you?
1: It's really up and down. Like some weeks I'll have no work and other weeks I'll have three three photo shoots. And I've put myself like I've modelled for almost six years now full time and I've gotten to a point where modelling jobs are so full on. Like a full day is a lot. So I do, I cap at three unless it's I have um like a really important job where I do, I'll do four days a week because they are a lot and I feel like that's another thing that people don't really get to. They're like, oh, your your job is to stand in front of a camera and look pretty but it's like... No, it's not. Like some days it's changing into a hundred outfits and you have to be on every second. You like your job is how you look. So if you feel like shit inside, you can't tell like you can't show that. No. When I'm not on a shoot or modeling in the week, I will be taking content and doing YouTube things, just what an influencer do or what a creator would do. Um yeah, I'm really lucky to live the lifestyle that I do and have the job that I do. So it's
0: like a nice mix of
1: both. Yeah, it's a really good balance cuz I can I'm have the luxury of like choosing what I want to do or working around my shoots and then putting in my influencer work whenever I don't have a shoot.
0: And one thing you've become quite good at, and I know because obviously we've been friends for a while, is you're quite good at setting boundaries. Um, you know, it's easy to say yes to everything, but you're very strict on, um, as Izzy said, like she'll only book three jobs a week. Um, and outside of that, rarely you'll do more than that. And same with, you know, obviously a lot of people reach out to you for, you know, collaborations, et cetera. What is your approach um, to influencing? Are you working with a lot of brands? Are you not? um, What sort of boundaries do you set around that? And I guess the image you want to have and why?
1: Um, So we'll start with modelling. Because your job in modelling is about how you look, if you burn yourself out, which a lot of models do, say yes to every job and they go five days a week, you have no time for rest and repair you have no time you have to think about how you look how your skin's looking you can't wear makeup every single day because you're gonna break out like there's so many factors that go into it and then there's also the side of having to be selective with jobs because you can be pigeonholed into a category of modeling and you won't be able to go higher or elevate yourself from there. So I've gotten to a point where I am so lucky to be able to be selective with what jobs I do take on in modeling and on Instagram because it's like a strategy. You have to choose wisely in order to maybe have a relationship with another brand or with another modeling client later down the track. And I guess sometimes, you know, this is where a lot of people
0: sort of get a little bit conflicted is, you know, sometimes you're offered a lot of money to do something, yeah. but you still choose to say no. And with the influencing side of that, I guess my question is, why are you very selective with who you work with? And why do you say no to
1: probably a lot of jobs outside yeah. of that? I I really like to love a brand before I put it out to my community. Like, uh, I feel like so many girls that follow me now they like they trust me with things that i say because i don't do everything and anything and there was a stage where i did do everything and anything and i was like yes and i was like oh my god that money i can't say no to that and i would do everything and anything but i don't think for maybe over 3 years i've promoted something where i haven't actually really liked the product or if a client approaches me and says can you do so and so for our brand i'll say yeah but i'll use it for a month and see if i like it and then we can go from there just yeah it just comes back to I don't want to put false things out there and just do it just because it's benefiting me.
0: Yeah, so you're building a really like strong rapport with your community which sometimes in the short term is difficult for people because as I said, like they want to make more money but at the same time long term, if you want to have people who trust you and support you, you need to be I guess really transparent and um, like true to yourself. Yeah. So that's something I really like love about you and I guess um, a lot of my other friends in the industry are quite the same. Did you think modelling is what you would do?
1: No, never. That like what I said before. I it just kind of fell into my lap. It wasn't ever a thought. I I had always grown up doing um, dancing, so that was something that me and my sister always just thought we'd kind of continue doing. Like my Olivia wanted to be a dance teacher. I I really enjoyed singing and music, so that there was always I always wanted to be a creative of some sort. If that was singing, dancing, acting, whatever. Um, I did drama in high school, so yeah, I really loved like the creative space I wanted to I did singing lessons as well in the last three years of high school um so I would say I was more focused on going into uh acting or singing or being a drama teacher I never really I knew I wasn't going to go to uni like straight out of school but I didn't it's funny I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do but I wasn't worried but who does (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <fully. laughs> like so if
0: you're in you know year 12 and you're stressed about everyone saying so what's next what are you going to do I was exactly the same I took a year off I moved to Melbourne I came back I did a year of teaching I had no idea what I wanted to do but fitness was just always something I was so passionate about and I just kept fi- found my finding myself drawn to that mm. um and it's sort of the same it's like my, my biggest advice is just like take opportunity because it's like, as you said, it sort of fell into your lap, but that's also because you were very open to it. Yeah. Um, you know, you took the jobs unpaid, you did what you had to do to see, could this potentially be something that I'm going to do? And I think that's super important. Mm. Um, I guess, you know, there's so many pros about being a model, you know, it is an amazing lifestyle. You get to work with awesome brands, great people. Um, but my question is, I guess, What are the cons about being a model and what have some of the struggles been for you starting modeling at such a young age? Like that is, that's so incredibly young to be 15 and modeling. Yeah.
1: So yeah, starting from such a young age, I feel like I dove into it and I didn't give much thought to it. And then maturing and growing up, I've kind of realized that I do have an underlying pressure for myself to be and to look a certain way and but, it's yeah. it's not until probably last year that I realized this like I wasn't self-aware when I was a, like as self-aware when I was a bit younger oh, like, you were so young not many people
0: are no Pe- not many people are period ever But to be able to reflect on that and understand that, like, that's probably caused some of your, you know, um, some of the things you can struggle with, you know, constantly having to appear a certain way and have that pressure and expectation, not just from others, but Of yourself, yeah, and you do you do really put a lot of pressure on yourself
1: from sixteen to now. Like I did have this thing where I would look at like myself in the mirror and be like, I have to look like this, I have to do this, I have to blah blah blah, because my whole job is about how I would look. But yeah, as I said, I didn't realize that until now that I do have a, I guess you could call it like some mentally like yeah, yeah.
0: like like an obsession around it, yeah, and that's something that you do struggle with, and I am working on it, yeah, yeah, and so I guess. What are you doing to 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 work on it?
1: Um, I like to, like, practice self-love, like, with speaking to myself. Like, I had – oh, here, here's a story I can't tell. Um, so a couple months ago I had a Instagram page put up a photo of me from when I was 16 comparing it to me now and basically underneath the post they were saying – naming all the things that I had done to myself – Um, which I haven't done anything at all and it was naming everything that you could possibly think of. Um, I guess what's hard about
0: that also is because you are very open with your followers about not doing anything cosmetically and then this page has gone and pretty much called you a liar and listed out a whole lot of false accusations about things you have had done. And I guess, you know, well, we were messaging at the time and it was something that, you know, you were really struggling with. I guess... How did yeah? How did you overcome that? And this is one of the like the really difficult things. People see all the fun and all the great things, mm. but you know that really got you down.
1: Yeah, it did. Yeah, that really. And like, I'm not someone that lets hate or things like that get to me a lot, but that one really did because I had people commenting. I was reading the comments, which is never a good idea. Um, And seeing girls that follow me saying, like, this makes me feel so much better. I can't believe how much of a liar she is, like, blah, blah, blah. People really thought that I was lying to them. Anyway, so after this big thing happened, um, I had a job the following day. And I remember checking a photo on the computer at the beginning of this job. And I didn't like the photo. And I thought straight, the first thought in my head was, great, another photo out there that people are going to compare uh, that to, to a photo where I look better and say, I've got some things more, more things done. And I had a full anxiety attack. I had left the shoot. I couldn't handle it because that really mentally hurt me. And it was like, yeah, it was a really, really hard time.
0: Yeah. And I guess what like what we were talking about earlier is you put so much effort and pride into being so authentic and honest. And I guess the lying thing was sort of what upset you the most. And as you just said, there's hundreds, thousands of photos of you um, working with brands. And then, you know, that's a thought. Do I need to think about every single time mm. a photo goes out? Yeah. Do I need to stress? And guys- you're going to mature (laughs) from 15 to 22. You're going to change a little bit. All right. If you put up a photo of me at 15, I'm telling you now, like I look very different. Mm. Um, but you know, I had a similar thing where I was accused of getting like a BBL Yeah, and it's just like, honestly, at the end of the day, as much as we can say sometimes, Oh, these things aren't offensive. Like they are. And you know, they are things that I guess you have to deal with and they're things that people don't see that mm. people have to deal with online and that's definitely one of, you know, the cons about it. So you were saying you're, work- you're working on, you know, improving that so you do like little self-care
1: things. Yeah, I do. Like I say to myself like you're you're unique and no one's like you and things like that. Like nobody, nobody views you the way that you view yourself and like I try and think about how I view you or how I view my other friends or how I view my sister and – it makes me think that's how I try and tell myself that's how people will view me as well. Like you just, you are the, the hardest critic on yourself and I feel like everyone can relate to that, but yeah.
0: And I think the most important thing is that you're aware of yeah. your feelings and you're reflecting on like things that you need to improve and work on. And that's really like impressive for someone um, of such a young age like I always say like people don't become self-aware for a long time yeah. so at the end of the day you're doing great sweetie <laughs> I've got you um but guys before we sign off we want to make a very special announcement is the allergy drum roll please
1: <laughs> So, guys, I'm doing a collection with Corruption Boutique.
0: Guys, we've been working on this since January last year. So 12 months. It's been in the in talks for a
1: lot longer than that. Yeah. Um, but tell us a little bit about the range. So we are doing a seamless collection. Um, basically, we came about doing this together because I have always really loved seamless, and I would always go to the gym with Rach, and I'd be wearing seamless, and she would be wearing like we're Um, so opposite yeah (laughs) and she was like oh so you really like seamless and I was like yeah and she was like well should we do a seamless collection because it's not her favorite and she wanted someone on board that actually really loved seamless so yeah, we're doing a seamless collection. Um, we have four colors coming: they're black pistachio, which is a neutral green; caramel, which is a rich soft brown; and oat, which is a neutral tan tone.
0: Very neutral.
1: I very know. easy. I'm a very neutral girl.
0: <laughs> and what are your like? What are some of your favorite things about the items?
1: Um, I honestly, I think they're so flattering. I I think they're so comfortable. They make you feel so confident. They're they're more pieces that you can wear every day versus to the gym. They're not like a like a athleisure, yeah, the ath- the athleisure style. So you'll catch me at breakfast mm-hmm. <laughs> wearing them. <laughs> There's some sexy crops. Yeah, There's some really nice yeah. flattering crops. So very excited for that.
0: Um, So that's launching on the 24th of February. Uh, So make sure you sign up for early access, guys, because VIPs get one hour early um, access so they get the chance to get exactly what they want before the public goes in at 8 a.m. So... Izzy, I know you were very, very nervous to do this, so I really, really appreciate you coming on um, and I hope that the more talking stuff I force you to do, <laughs> the more you'll love to do it.
1: Yeah, I think I need to do a few
0: more. <laughs> you did amazing. Um, So thanks so much for tuning in, guys. If you're loving the uh, Move With Us podcast, please leave the podcast a review. Would love to hear what episodes you loved and the topics you want to hear. So we're aiming to post two new episodes a month going live every fortnight on Monday. So we will see you all in the next podcast bye thanks for having me thanks for coming